This conference is being recorded. Welcome to the Wednesday evening, July 1st, 2009, Dream the Biggest Dream Call. Tonight, lessons from the front line with a special guest. And our topic this evening is forgiveness, a practical technique. Uh, there will be a um, URL given to you at the end of the call, and you'll be able to download um, a document on the technique. So um, you don't have to take lots of notes um, or anything like that, because you will be receiving this. I have to tell you that um, I'm really enjoying uh, this call, the last two calls. Um, we had a special guest, Allison Nail, on. and. Um, kind of going big in these last few weeks with with actual practical techniques with you know this is something that works and this is how it's done and i think that there is a real value in that but before we jump into tonight's call um, our special guest certainly deserves a very special introduction from me um, several years ago um, I had the pleasure and the honor of meeting this person's brother. Um, I met him online. His name's Jeff, and um, Jeff and I became very good friends very quickly. He had an incredibly open heart, and our connection was deep and um, really quite profound, I know, for both of us. Uh, that year, um, I got up to Reno early before Burning Man and spent some time with Jeff and um, with his mother and father and uh, was deeply touched by that experience. Jeff and I went to Burning Man together. And uh, I didn't have the opportunity to meet Jeff's brother that year. But the beauty of this story, and this is one of the things I love about the universe, because boy, <laughs> when you're destined to meet someone, just everything falls into place. And um, shortly after Burning Man, we had all returned home, uh, Jeff to Reno, Joshua to Southern California, and I was back in Arizona. And Jeff and Joshua were having a phone call. And they were talking about Burning Man, and, and Jeff was talking to Joshua about me and the experience we had at Burning Man, and was talking to him about Dream the Biggest Dream, which I had developed um, a year or two before. Um, actually, all of that came to me at Burning Man. And uh, as Jeff was talking to Joshua, um, Joshua was sitting there in his place holding a carabiner, and the carabiner says, dreamthebiggestdream.com, create reality now, as Jeff is telling him about Dream the Biggest Dream. It was in that moment <laughs> that I'm sure they both realized that the magic of the universe um, had kicked in in not such a subtle way. And uh, shortly after that, I received a call from Joshua and um, we struck up a very um, a very deep friendship. 
um, that continues to have a tremendous positive effect on me um, to this day as much as it has all along the way. Um, in the course of all of this, in December of 2007, Jeff uh, transitioned from uh, this physical reality um, to whatever is next. And um, Joshua and I were talking earlier today. It's interesting how um, the uh, sort of fishtailing that's uh, that's happened in our lives. Recently, I uh, uh, talked to Joshua, and he was going through um, some kind of heavy stuff, the kind of heavy stuff that happens to us along our journey that is all about an opportunity, opportunity to learn, grow, and evolve. And as he was talking to me about what he was going through, um, he, he spoke of this forgiveness technique. And I knew right then that um, this was too good and too powerful to just uh, share with me alone, that it, it needs to be shared with, with this circle in the weekly call. And of course, Joshua stepped up um, to do that. And so it is with great honor and uh, tremendous respect and, and heartfelt gratitude that I welcome Joshua to tonight's call. And with that, my friend, my dear friend, I'm turning it all over to you. Well, thank you so much, Mark. I'm honored and grateful to be here today and to be connected with you. And uh, thank you so much for putting these calls on. I know a couple years ago I was on them weekly, and they've made a tremendous difference in my life. And uh, for, all the, for all those that are on, this is your first time. Uh, I'm sure he'll tell you at the end, but go to dreamthebiggestdream.com. He's got the most amazing conscious creation program I've, I've ever found. It's a way to really get your life on track. And so, yeah, thank you, thank you Mark. I'm, I'm grateful for our friendship. I'm grateful for our connection. And I'm honored to be on this call today. And um, as Mark introduced, um, my goal today is, is to really introduce a new way of looking at forgiveness for everybody that's here um, I want to give you this forgiveness exercise, and it's to help you liber liberate your loved ones and to set your own, own soul free. And I'm also going to share with you just my journey and how I came to, to realize, I, I, I don't really think realize, I, I, it more came through me, you know, and this is a gift uh, that's come through me to share with you and, and also different tools and ways to connect with loved ones um, that have crossed over. So to get started, I just want to walk you through a little bit of my how I came to be. And um, before I was finished with high school, I had over about 20 deaths. So there was, I don't know the way it works, this was my path. I had people, murders, suicides, uh, just a lot of different people who had crossed over. And uh, in high school, when you're young, it's it's really kind of difficult to take. And, and of course, you know, at that time, I, got, I went through all these different emotions and different stages, as did a lot of people at our school. Uh, a lot of them were really kind of wild and crazy and not knowing how to deal with things. And um, one of the things that I did is I started to question faith, and I went to the Catholic Church, the Christian Church, the Episcopalian Church, the Presbyterian Church, the Roman Catholic Church, the Mormon Church. Uh, I went to a bunch of different churches, and, and um, I thought they were all magnificent. They really were. Um, but for me, it, nothing really kind of made me feel better about this death, and nothing really solved it. I still had a lot of emotion. And um, 
So I just kind of went about life and found my own ways of dealing and coping with things and tried to just transform them into as much positive as I could. But I didn't really do any forgiveness work. It was more just let me push that stuff down and focus on the positive. Let me just focus on the positive and not look at that. So sometimes look at it and go through it. And that's kind of how I went through um, life. And But because of the deaths, they kept happening. And, um, of course, as you mentioned earlier, uh, you know, I lost my grandparents, I lost my brother, I lost a lot of close friends, best friends to suicide, to a lot of things. And it's a theme in my life, and I've more owned it and acknowledged it. In these last two years, I've been honored to spend uh, my time learning um, a lot about sacred geometry and working with a gentleman who has crossed over multiple times to really learn a lot more about this process and what happens and um, during that time, about six months into it, my brother crossed over. And it was really this um, magical yet difficult process. And um, so I'm really grateful I've been able to apply a lot of these techniques and lessons and learn so much from it. And it's really, it's really these magical gifts. And so uh, what I'd like to share with you today is just some, some insights I have about it and these forgiveness tools and exercises. So... Um, one of the number one things I've realized is that when somebody crosses over, um, what we're left with is a lot of time our own self-judgment and our own, what if I could have done this? What if I could have done this? And, and it's really our judgment. And what I learned is, because after, after my brother crossed over, before I had always done my own work, but after my brother, I became determined to find him. And I really became relentless these last year and a half. And I've gone through multiple psychics. I've gone through mediums, channels. I mean, pretty much anything that's out there, I've gone into really in depth. And I started to find along the way the ones that resonated more in truth, the ones that didn't resonate as much. And the ones that I found resonating with truth, um, they were always, they could speak to me about multiple things that were extremely right on, and I didn't tell them a thing about my brother or my family or anything, and they'd know. So I knew they were finding him. And through this process, I learned quite a bit. But the thing that was most powerful was actually a couple months ago, uh, I was talking to a medium with my family, and we found my brother. We, they didn't know anything about us, and we were asking my brother. He Just so you know, he died from a substance abuse. He was, he was doing substance abuse, and he'd struggled with that for multiple years. And, um, of course, my family and my we've been left, and a lot of people have been left with questioning what we could have done differently. Um, you know, there's, there's just a lot that goes with it. And... Um, you know, the, the medium first went in and they found him. And a medium, just so that you guys know, it's basically when somebody almost goes, think of them almost as going to sleep, and they call in this other being to come into their body and speak through them. And um, with it, uh, I've, I've been to multiple mediums, multiple channels, and this one was really authentic, really genuine, really pure. And um, he found my brother, and, and he was instantly saying, I mean, telling us all the stuff that happened. And I mean, he was dead on. I, I mean, just dead on. And one of the questions we asked was, you know, what would, you know, what would you like to say? Is there anything that you can say? And, and basically what he said is, you know, um, the reason I, I take full responsibility for this, and it was due to my own disillusions of my reality. And it was so powerful because, you know, we, we, what I've learned is we create our own reality, and it's based on our belief system. So, so much of the time, I've been through so many suicides and so many substance abuse deaths, and I really feel it's due to the judgment. It's just we have so much judgment over what we've done uh, that we just keep going deeper. And really what, when I connected with him, what, that's what he was sharing was, hey, you know, I'm just, and what he said is he said, you know, please forgive me. I'm just trying to forgive myself. 
and it, and it was the most healing thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life um, with my brother and with death and this process because I realized through this difficult process, and, I, and if anybody's ever gone through some hardship, which I'm sure those of you who are on the call tonight have, um, a lot of times we're left with a lot of these difficult situations and not knowing how to deal with them. And when that happens, a lot of times I know for me, like me and my father, and you know, we'd, we'd kind of go through some of these experiences and they'd come up and we'd sit there with them and then we'd just kind of say, well, let's just focus on the positive. And we wouldn't really do anything with it. We'd just kind of acknowledge it. And, and when he said this, I realized I hadn't been forgiving him. So it's almost like he'd been coming in and bringing this up and we'd been sitting in it but not actually forgiving him and setting him free. And um, it was so empowering because the minute that happened, I spent, I spent the last uh, about three weeks almost nonstop for he'd come in really strong. And, and um, when I say he comes in, for any of you who've lost a loved one, this is, this is I, I learned a couple of tools and techniques. And um, for me, once I started to realize that, at least in my, for my belief system and what I've studied, that we don't, energy just changes form and never dies. So with that, if, if somebody's not actually leaving, they just change form, then there's no reason for me to really have fear. Um, and if I set my belief system that I'm never going to see him again, of course that'll fail true, whereas if I believe I'm going to see him and I'm actually seeing him and interacting with him on a regular basis, then that's, that's true as well. And uh, some of the things that I learned that are really powerful, one is if any of you, or I'm sure most of you have lost a loved one, that's why you're attracted to the call tonight, and when you are, what, one thing that happens is one moment you're fine, and then it's almost like the next moment, boom, this energy sets in so strong, and you're just tears. Tears are just flowing, and it's just like, I mean, some, it could be wailing. It could be, it brings out all kinds of stuff in you. And it's like deep, deep-seated processing with that person, and then all of a sudden it lifts and you're gone. And it's gone, and you're fine, and you're okay. And um, it can last for, for different periods of time. But one thing I've learned is when we cross over, we're still really dense. So we're this, we have this real dense emotional body. And as we're clearing this judgment and all these different things, we get lighter. But in that process, when they first show up, when they actually come to see you, that's when it happens. So when you start crying and you're thinking about it, and they're actually, you are processing together. So that's been healing for me is to acknowledge that. So now when I go, I still go through them. And when I go through them, even though I'm crying, I'm grateful because he's there. And that's been so healing for me just to know, wait, he's there right now. And also, another thing that I've learned is when you're actually processing, it's a gift. Now, think about it like this. I know it might seem a little difficult, Ryan, to take that on, especially if you have a lot of emotion or something recently happened. But one of the things that I've, I've realized is it's, we have all these connections, we have all these people we meet. And you might have heard of somebody crossover, but when it's somebody really close or it really affects you, that is their gift because it shows you how much that person affected you. And when you are actually going through this crying or this processing, you're actually clearing. You're actually processing and clearing. So stuff's coming out of you. So they're, they're evolving you forward. So really, when somebody crosses over, their effect on you is the most honorable thing they can ever do. It's, it's, their, it's their cherishing moment to you, how they affected you and how they changed your life. So... The first part is to be upset and, uh, and go through this process, but the, the way we want to get to is to be in this honorably grateful state for their existence and for how they touched us, no matter what happened. So by doing this technique I'm going to walk you through, I found it's so healing because um, you really don't, know how, you don't have to go through the specific experiences. And um, 
the last two years that I spent uh, working, I really did a lot of work with the emotional body and clearing different emotional experiences and triggers and all these, this different work. And to do that, we had to go into each specific experience. And, and if any of you have you know, ever been, I'm sure you've all done this, you've gone into certain things that you have regret or guilt or any of these things for with somebody who's not here anymore and you're going, man, if I would have done this differently. Or, and this, it's not even just somebody that, that's not here. It could be with somebody you got in a fight over or a relationship that, that went really bad or a friendship or a business partner or even yourself, even your own judgment. I wish, so this can apply to multiple things. And, um, and this process is really about, about forgiving yourself because what I've learned, the more I study the afterlife, we have to do it anyway. So we, once you cross over, you do the same process. So why not do it now and set yourself free so, and also set these other loved ones free so they can, they can move on and you can move on. And so it's really this process of freedom. So I'm going to walk you through it. And um, the, first, the first thing is, and you're going to get a whole worksheet on this, is, but the first thing is intention. It's so powerful, your intention. And, and I just need you to know, anytime you think about somebody, they're thinking about you. It's there. It's, it's your higher self connecting. So anytime those thoughts of that person that, that is, is gone, they're there. So you can actually be happy to know that you are still connecting. So many people think that they just leave. They don't. They just change form. So to me, that's been so helpful knowing, wait, every time I think about him, that's him and I connecting, and it's true. So uh, to do this technique, what you're going to want to do is first set the intention that you're going to really connect with them, and you're going to forgive them, and you're going to forgive yourself. So set it, set some time apart. You could be in the day, you could be at night, you could be in the evening, uh, you can be outside. I really recommend being outside in nature, um, but you can do it wherever you feel drawn to. And um, essentially, this this first part of the process is going to be um, almost like the preparation. And um, you're going to need just you're going to get actually a worksheet. So let me see if um, basically you're just going to need a notepad, a pen, some music of your choice with about three hours. I recommend like some Sarah McLaughlin or something like that. It's really going to bring up some emotion, some candles. And then the key to all this is an item that reminds you of the person you want to forgive and liberate. Like I said, this could be yourself. This could be a loved one. This could be a friend. This could be an ex-lover, uh, anything like that. And then if you, if you choose to use ceremonial clothing, I, I chose to, to, be, to dress in white to really honor them um, and myself. And then the, the first step is, so I'm going to break it down into to, uh, just a couple steps for you. The first step, I call it, is, is preparation. And like I said, you pick an evening that you're going to do this. You'll meet with the clothing. And uh, basically, you're going to create a sacred place for the ceremony with candles. And you're going to put your item in the middle. So you're going to create this little shrine. You can do a circle. You can do, if there's three people, you can do a triangle. Whatever you feel inclined to do, create this little sacred um, circle or sacred, um, um, sacred space. Now, the second step is, so the first step is preparation. The second step is activate and initiate. So what you're going to do is you're going to turn on the music of your choice. And you're basically, your intention is that you're calling in this person, whether it be, your, like I said, yourself, a loved one, uh, anybody. You're going to call in that person, and you're basically just going to let your mind run. So you're basically going to just write. You're going to write on this paper anything you want to share with that person, like they're right there right now, everything, whether it's forgiveness, whether it's love, whether it's anger, anything that's inside and you need to share, just share it. Let it all out. And you're just writing and writing and writing. You're playing that music. And, and um, as you're doing this part of the exercise, your intention is that you're speaking with the other person's higher self and initiating the connection. Um, and you write until your mind goes blank. So it could be one hour. It could be three hours. It's, it's really dependent on you. So give yourself enough space with that music so that it can go as long as you need it to be. And really give yourself time. If you need to do one person at a time, do one person. If you can do two or three or you feel, just really trust your guidance on that. Now the second... 
uh, excuse me, that was the second step. The third step is I, is I, I refer to it as liberate. And um, make sure that the music's still playing, you have tons of time left, and then you're going to pick up that first item that reminds you of the person you're forgiving. And basically, as you pick it up, you're going to feel that energy consume you as you pick it up. So literally, you've already set the intention, this is them, this represents them, and as you, you've just initiated this connection, and then you're going to pick it up. And it's when I've done it, it just literally, my whole body is like, oh, I feel that energy come in. And there's three steps to this. The first step is you're going to say this out loud. You're going to say, I forgive myself. I forgive myself. I can forgive myself. I forgive myself. I forgive myself. I forgive myself. And the, the thing is, is for me, it triggers tears, like intense tears. Just like, and I, I get a lot of pictures. So it's like the different things that I didn't even know I wasn't forgiving myself for coming up. Some really deep stuff. And the, 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 the beauty of this is instead of having to go in and, and find each one of those experiences by just by having this intention, you're basically clearing them. You're basically saying, I, and, and your subconscious is pointing them out. Anything that you're really judging is going to come up and you're going to release. Um, and you can add other things if you want. You can say, I, used to, I, you know, I say, I forgive myself, I release, I let go, I surrender. But the main thing is saying, I forgive myself, I forgive myself, I forgive myself. Now the second step, like I said, there's only three steps. The second step is to say out loud, and you wait, and you wait till you get neutral. So you wait till your tears stop and you're just calm, quiet, and you're almost neutral, like nothing left. And then you say, I forgive you, I forgive you, I forgive you, I forgive you, you know, um, I forgive you, I forgive you. And it's, and it's going to do the same thing. All this emotion is going to come up, and everything that you haven't forgiven them with is going to come. And even if you think you've forgiven them for everything, I've found that this just still brings up a lot of emotion. And you can do the same. You can add things on to you, and whatever you feel guided to do. But the main thing is saying, I forgive you. Now, the third step is, is this is really the gratitude state for their existence. And it's really saying out loud, thank you, I love you, uh, I'm grateful. Like, thank you, I love you. And you can add in, please forgive me if you want. Thank you, I love you, please forgive me. Thank you, I love you, please forgive me. I love you, thank you, please forgive me, I'm grateful. And, that, and it's this gratitude stage. And it's really the place of being grateful for this process and honoring divine divinity, honoring the, this process and instead of wanting to control it or change it and, and say it could be another way, instead it's giving an honor to this, how it happened. And what I found is when I actually acknowledge and honor how this happened, there's, when something changes form, energy never dies, it just changes form. So as it changes form, instead of focusing on what's not here, what I've found to do is be grateful for what is here. What replaced the energy of my brother? Well, for one, it's brought me closer with my parents. It's brought me closer with all my brother's friends. It's brought me closer with all these people I never even had in my life like I do now. And then I start looking at my abilities, my energy abilities, all my gifts. My whole life is completely transformed due to my brother's crossing. So if I start focusing on the positive, I really start to see it. So I can be grateful. I can be honored for his death. And I can honor him for his death. And, I, and in that, I'm doing this process to liberate his soul. And um, it's the same thing. Wait until you're basically clear before you let go. And then the, then the key is, is to circle back, maybe go through them again. If there's more emotion, let it come. And wait, wait till you're clear with all three of those and you just feel completely neutral. And when you're neutral, put the item back in. And if you have other items, you do the same thing with those. If you want to just start with one, you just start with one. And then there's a fourth step. This is the final step, and this is the release. Because I found that I, a lot of times we want to keep them close to us. And we each have our individual process. But they have work to do on the other side. This isn't, this isn't you know, they're not just about us. And they both stay here to help us if we need the help. But we have lots of help. We have lots of angels. We have lots of support. And they have a lot of work to do. And so to me, I've really, at least where I believe, it's really key to release them and let them go to do the work that they're supposed to do because they're not mine. They're not. They're, they're their own spirit, and I'm grateful for they touched my life. So I take the pages that I wrote, and I, and I do a ceremony. I do a burning. And this is a celebration of the impact that this person had in my life. So 
basically everything that I wrote, I'm, I'm basically, it's like um, I'm putting them into the fire and it's a ceremony. Like, thank you. I'm celebrating you. And this person was so important to both of you. You shared the connection. And, and basically this, this, this exercise demonstrates how much they impacted you. You're doing the ceremony for them. And as you burn the pages, you have the intention that you're letting go of any judgments you've taken on or projected onto the person you've forgiven. And you're holding the intention that the person you're thinking of was 100% responsible for every choice they made and release them and let them go. Know that you'll always have them in your heart and you will be there in theirs. However, you are releasing them and yourself to move on. And it's, this is really key because one thing I've realized is with my brother, because in substance abuse, I had a tendency to think that I could fix him. And I had a tendency to think, oh, man, and everybody was always out to help him. And he used to say, you're either helping or you're being helped. And one thing I realized is right before he crossed over, I, I'm so grateful. I had this epiphany. And I realized, wait a second. I, I, tried, I did everything. I mean, I moved him in with me. I, I, did, I tried to take him. I got him into rehab. I paid for I did everything I could possibly do my willpower to do. And it, it just wouldn't do it. And I remember him and I having this really deep soul connection and saying, you know what? I realized, like, it's, it's not up to me. It's up to him. And this is his choice. And right before he crossed over, I realized, who am I to take that from him? Who, who am I to judge his experience? Who am I to say what was right and my, my way was better than his? He chose that route. And, and, that is, and, and, and when I actually really look at it, instead of him, him being dark and me, the light, actually, all that he, I learned from him is why I'm doing the work I'm doing now. And so in actuality, who was helping who? He was helping me become who I am, and he was helping me find my purpose. So what's, this is the divine perfection that I've seen in everything is, when we surrender, a lot of times it's, it's so different than what we see. When people are caught in the darkness, they're actually creating the light. And I've, I guarantee you, if you look out there and you find a lot of the people who are actually making a difference and really active about it, there's somebody or something in their life, some darkness they went through. So in actuality, we can be grateful for their process. We can, be, we can honor them and the choices they chose to make. And um, so by releasing them, and giving them responsibility, I set them free. And I, I actually, I'm not taking judgment for his choices. I'm not saying my choices are better or worse. So it's really a powerful technique. After doing this with my brother, I've been, I've been so clear, so clean. I have released my judgments. I had so many judgments. And if I went into the details of the storyline, you you'd be able to understand why. But I released it all. I feel so clear. I feel so light. I feel so grateful. And um, what's been really powerful is now I still go through moments of crying, it's, but it's so peaceful. It's like tears of gratitude. I'll, he'll come in and I'm like, oh, thank you. I'm so honored by you. And so, you know, I, I, I really give this to you. This came through me and um, this is a tool for you. Please share it. It's difficult. I'll tell you right now because you've got you to gotta, but, but be, be strong. Be ceremonial about this. Like honor this person. This, this person changed your life. They, they came into your life and impacted you and they are serving you now. And by doing this process and creating this ceremony and being, you know, like, like honor, it's like honor, bravery, and gratitude for them. And by doing this, I, I guarantee you it'll change your life and it'll change their lives. And, and the number one thing that we're stuck with is our own judgment. So set yourself free. Set your, set your loved ones free. You know, they're, they're, all, they're trying to fight their own judgment, especially if, they've, especially if they've hurt you. And that's what I realized. The people that are hurting you, they're, in, in actuality, they're just trying to get energy. They just need energy, and that's their way they found to take it. So when you see the higher truth, you can just give it to them and just love them. And so you can use this technique for yourself because we have so much forgiveness work to do for ourselves. You can do this for the planet. You can do it for other people. You can do it for somebody that's wronged you or you feel wronged by. Release them. Let them go. You know, like set them free. Who are, nobody's here to suffer. So 
I really, I really challenge you to, to take this tool and to use it as a tool if you feel guided. And I, I, if, you share it with, if you feel shared with others, there's a couple more things I want to touch on just real quick um, before we end the call and before I turn it back over to Mark. Is, um, there's also a couple things I've learned. I've been studying the afterlife. I've been studying a lot of things. And I, I'm 100% confident, and, and I'm a very grounded person, just so all of you know. I'm, I've been in the metaphysical, but I'm, I have a background in finance. I'm very grounded. And I believe that there is an afterlife, 100%. I believe it's combined with this world. I believe we are only limited by our own belief system. So if you believe you could start connecting and, and connecting with your loved ones, I guarantee you have. I do all the time. And some of the ways they connect to you, if you think anything, if you think they might be, they are. I guarantee you. And here's a couple of things I've learned. One, they can communicate through, think of it as like vibration. And I want to walk you on this little exercise. Think about it as we're just this consciousness. And our body is just our tool. So when you become this consciousness, how do you communicate with somebody who you don't have the tools? And the ways that they can is through anything that's vibration. So through music, like think of it almost like electricity, music. If you see a light flitch, if you see water, they get water, electricity. So think of it like that, like different forms of vibration is how they can connect. Or one of the really cool things I found is they can alter nature. So if you see butterflies and you think of this friend, every time you see butterflies and you see them, they can alter nature. They can't become it, but they can alter it. So I guarantee you every single question you've had, is this them? It is. So own it and confirm it and speak back. And, and then also speak out loud because there's so much going on in our thoughts. Yeah, you can connect through your thoughts, but when you speak out loud, it's, so, it's, it's like vibration. If you, want, if you sing, sing to them. You know? like speak out loud. It's, it's an easy way to connect. And they really like it when you speak out loud because it, it confirms what you're saying and what you're hearing. So um, speak out loud. And, and I would just challenge you to, to speak with them like they're not, like they've crossed over, but they're, they're, they're still with you. And, and they're, in a, they're in a magical place. I mean, heaven is, is beautiful. And um, if anybody does have questions or concerns or want to go further or know somebody that's died or wants to talk to me, I'm here for anyone and everyone. And, um, you know, especially when people are going through a difficult time, I get excited. Most people get scared and run away. I'm honored to talk to any family members who are going through a difficult time, uh, who are in that process, who are grieving. Um, so please, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll share with you my number. Uh, my cell phone number is 310-662-1231. And uh, my email is joshua at wennerventures, W-E-N-N-E-R, ventures, V-E-N-T-U-R-E-S.com. And like I said, I'm, I'm really here um, to just serve and to be of service and anything I can do to help any of you. Uh, I'm grateful. I really strongly suggest you pay attention to Dr. Dream's calls. They're every Wednesday. Uh, they're very amazing, and he's been such an amazing help. I'm just so honored to be your friend, Mark, and I'm grateful to be on your call as a speaker. And um, thank you. Thank you for your, for your time tonight, everyone. Joshua, thank you so much for um, sharing your story and um, what has helped you along your journey. I, um, I love what you said um, that at the end of our lives we're going to be going through um, this type of thing any, anyway. So we might as well start to address some of it now and that just that that really hit home with me and makes a lot of sense. I love this technique. I've not, um, things have been a little hectic for me recently, and I've not taken the opportunity um, to, to work this yet, but I will tell you I am very excited about it. The PDF is available to download from the Dream the Biggest Dream site. You go to www.dreamthebiggestdream.com forward slash 
Joshua, J-O-S-H-U-A, all lowercase. And uh, you'll be able to download this. Um, I can tell you that um, what an extraordinary offer you've made um, to work with people um, that need a little bit of extra guidance. And um, I, I just want to thank you for that and, and for being on the call and, and really for um, the impact you've had in my life. Um, and it's, um, it, can, it continues to this day, but um, you have uh, touched my life in uh, really beautiful ways, and, and because of it, I'm a, I'm a better person. A couple of things now before we uh, open up the lines for uh, any feedback or questions. Uh, Joshua mentioned the 21-day conscious creation program from Dream the Biggest Dream. It's called 21 Days to Change, and it's an experiential workbook. It's available for download for free by being on this call. You go to dreamthebiggestdream.com forward slash free, and um, Start working it. You know, uh, Joshua was, was talking about how you know um, putting things into words and, and speaking to loved ones that have crossed over makes all the difference. Well, the Dream the Biggest Dream program, 21 Days to Change, is all about writing and and putting into words uh, exactly what it is you want your life to look like and how you want it to be. It's a powerful process to go through. It's simple, takes maybe a half hour in the morning, half hour in the evening for 21 days. And I get people getting back to me within three, four, five days saying, it's amazing, my life is already changing. So I make that available to you. Um, I'm really touched by the people such as you, Joshua, and Allison, and others that um, have been um, attracted to this call. Um, out of um, your personal mission to to make a difference with all the people you come into contact with, and and to make a difference in this um, in this world, and uh, I'm touched by that, and um, grateful that we have an outlet to uh, to share that. I'm going to go ahead and unmute the lines, and we'll see um, what our uh, esteemed uh, listeners have for us. Hold on. Okay, this is your opportunity to uh, make a comment or ask uh, Joshua or myself uh, a question. Go ahead, please. This is time for everyone shy for a couple minutes. Go ahead. <laughs> I guess I'll share that um, I, in my old house, this is Julie, um, had a family of cardinals, and I, they always represented my parents and that they were there helping me and guiding me and you know, leading me to find the right things to help me in life. And um, we moved to a lake where we didn't have any trees. <laughs> and I haven't had any cardinals out here at all, and I've been struggling for the last five or six years. And I was in Sedona, Arizona, and I was meditating, and I saw a cardinal, and I had not seen a cardinal in years and years and years. And it just spoke to me that, you know, this is a time now for me to get healthy again. And I really believe in what you're saying. I completely believe it. 
Um, 100%. And then I have a question. Can we do this exercise with people in our lives that um, maybe are people that we can't really do this stuff face-to-face with? People that haven't transitioned or crossed over? Yes, yes. Um, I actually did this with two people in my life that were very close that are still here. I was just having a really difficult time with uh, the way a certain situation had hand, and I felt in a victim state. And um, so I used this technique to, to own it and to forgive them so that I can move on. And it, 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 it was so powerful. It was, it, just, it was able to take all the emotion away and put me at peace. So, yeah, you could still yeah. use it. Um, for the people that are here, and it'll it'll set you free, and it'll set them free, you know. Well, at least it's such yeah. it's more to set you free. But maybe it'll change my my energy when I'm around those people too. Oh yeah, completely. It'll put you at, at ease because you've just forgiven the whole situation. Okay. Thank you very also, much. Uh, huh? Joshua had mentioned that um, you can also use this technique to forgive yourself for um, things that you've done um, that you haven't come into balance or alignment with. Um, and so it really is, I mean, you know, certainly it's, it's um, an amazing technique um, to work with those uh, spirits that have crossed over, but it can be adjusted and applied to absolutely any situation in your life for just you solo or for you and others, whatever it is that you're dealing with. Wow. This is Chris. I just want to say thank you, Josh. I've I've lost someone to substance abuse too, and it's hard to forgive him. And I just uh, want to thank you for your honor and uh, your your thoughts and your program. Thanks. Thank you, Chris. And and if you have more questions, I, I've learned quite a bit about substance, and I've learned quite a bit about this process. If you have questions, please feel free to call me. Um, I can really walk you through a lot of other stuff. So if you if you feel open to it and you, and you want to talk, I'm here for you. Thank you. Uh, anybody else? This is Jan. I wanted to say a couple things. Um, this is Jan, Margaret, and Terry. And we lost our sister um, four years ago, and she had basically taken some Tylenol and hemorrhage, and we're not really sure why she died. We know that she was real sick prior to her death. Um, and so this really is going to be able to help us. I know Sherry and I feel like she does come into our life, but then we always go back to questioning, you know, is that her or not? Um, in the past year, I was able to take care of a melanoma cancer patient until she died. And there's no doubt in my mind that I found my sister hemorrhaged so that I could go on in my life and do bigger and better things. I was able to be with this woman when she passed on. And it's only because of my sister Kathy that I was able to do this. I also am going into the healthcare field and I want to work um, with hospice patients. And when I just graduated from CNA and I took state boards, the first thing out of my mouth was thank you, Kathy, because I know that it's because of her that I could even think of taking care of somebody that's dying. So this call means so much to me. Thank you for bringing all this up, and it just it makes me believe that it is true and she is there and we can feel her. But I think sometimes we just question ourselves too much. So I just wanted to share that about my life and... Um, 
I just want to say thanks to Mark for having this call. Thank you. Thank you, Thank you Jan. I appreciate that. Wow, Mark, another mind-blowing evening. This is Jenna. Um, I'm I'm kind of shaking here just from from writing down what Joshua was talking about as far as um, I, I too have had a lot of people die in my life and have gotten really good at it too and have helped people pass. But um, my very best friend died about eight months ago and she was a fellow musician, songwriter. And I liked what you were saying about the um, the vibration through music because I'm also a singer and she was actually preparing a record with people that I grew up with and she kept asking me to be a part of it and I was in California and I couldn't be a part of it and she passed before she was able to do the vocals on the record. So about a week after her funeral, a couple of the guys asked me if I would be the singer in this band and we're actually recording the record this week so I feel so much connection to her. And it, as as the last woman was saying, I, I was helping a friend pass a few weeks back as well. And I just, I'm, it's just, and Milton connecting with you today, there's just so much emotion right now. I'm just. Thank you. Thank you for, for sharing that, Jenna. Um, those of you that don't know Jenna, her name is Jenna Mamina, and uh, you can find her on my friends list um, in Facebook. She is an amazing spirit, and her music and everything about her, um, do yourself a favor and connect with Jenna and and follow her because um, she's 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 more than worth it. I'm so glad that you were on the call tonight. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Anybody else before we close out? Yes. What's the hey URL? Um, I have. Uh, I I typed it in and uh, free. I see that one, but I put Joshua and I, and I don't see that one. Okay. Let me. Dreamthebiggestdream.com/slash/Joshua. And, you know, it's a page-not-found thing. If it's not um, there when you check, um, just write it down, and after the call I will make sure that, um, that it shows up. Uh, you're right, it's not showing up, but um, I'm sure it's um, a minor thing, and I'll have it fixed within um, five or ten minutes after this call. So you'll be able to get it. And if there's um, any challenge at all after that or anything, you can email me from the dreamthebiggestdream.com site, and um, I can email it to you, but I will have this fixed. Thank you for bringing that to my attention. Okay, thank you. Uh, again, um, it is, uh, this, this was a very powerful call tonight, as I knew it would be. Joshua, thank you so much for um, showing up with an open heart and um, a desire to make um, a difference for, for all of us with um, what makes a difference for you in your life. And um, I'm grateful for our friendship, and I am particularly grateful for everyone that's on the call tonight. 
Um, tremendous um, gratitude and unconditional love for all of you. We can all make a difference. We are all in this together. And um, I couldn't imagine a more beautiful time or place or people to have this experience with. Thank you so much. Please join us next week on our call. And um, it really is all good. Divine perfection and everything. Have a fabulous week and make a difference in your life and the life of all those that you come into contact with. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dr. Dream and Josh. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I miss the wanderer. <laughs> <laughs>